Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. It is so good to be back. Last week I skipped because it was Memorial Day weekend and I hope everybody enjoyed their time, whether they were still in quarantine or with family. This has just been such a crazy time and I wanted to create a podcast to talk about the vision for the future of our business because a lot of salons, many salons have been shut down. And during that time of being shut down, there's just been a ton of ups and downs in our industry. And as a business owner, it has been very challenging for myself. And if you're a business owner, or if you're thinking about being a business owner, the different things to be in knowledge about like the PPP, the IDL, the PPU and grants, um, all these new temporary codes. It is just a lot on our industry right now. And I just want to try to spin this a little bit so we can start thinking about the vision for our future for our business because yet maybe we were closed down. My salon was closed down for 11 weeks, you guys, 11 weeks. It's just it's crazy and it's going to feel so brand new. We're going to start and open up on June 1st. It's our first day back and yeah, things are going to look a little bit different and I just want to encourage everybody to be in the right mind space because even though we may have a temporary new look and a new look into our industry, I really honestly believe that we can use this time to our advantage to maybe slow some things down. I think that getting back to the basics is not a bad idea. I mean, with with all these different temporary codes that the CDC is saying or the governor is saying, you know, I think that safety and sanitation is just something that number one, we learn in school. That's why we go to school. That's why we are licensed. That's why we're separated from the other people who are not licensed. And I believe that we need to take strong pride in that. And if this is kind of like a, um, a little bit of some tough love, As far as, hey, you guys really need to make sure that you're following protocol and being safe, like changing out a cape with every guest. A lot of basic things that I think business owners, professionals, hairdressers, esthetician, makeup artists, that they're starting to take that back seat and look and analyze at their business a little bit differently. And I don't think that it is a bad thing. I believe this is now the best time for us to really step up our game and be strong because I believe that now more than ever, because all of these salons have been closed down, that people are starting to see more value in our industry than ever before, which is amazing because oftentimes, and maybe you can relate to this, but I remember back in beauty school, I always felt like I had to justify like why I was going to beauty school. Yes, maybe I wasn't very good at high school, uh, studying, doing homework, history, social studies, not my strong suit. I get that. But that doesn't mean that we are not wiser and stronger in other areas. I think everybody has a zone of, of genius. And when we are in that lane, we thrive. And yes, we are very smart because we're passionate about it, we care about it, and we really invest in our education and time and learning as much as possible of that. And I remember in beauty school, I would always try to like justify going to school because I felt like people would look at hairdressers or our industry as, oh, that's nice, that's fun, that's cute. And no, that's not it at all. We 
definitely can make a profitable living in this industry if we choose to do so. And isn't that like anything? What you put in to your work is what you will get out. So I do want to make sure that everybody can just hold their chin up higher and know that you are very important and you are all needed in this industry. There's enough business to go around. In my town, there may be over 200 salons, but there's also over 150,000 people. And I can't take care of 150,000 people. And I know that you couldn't either. And so you don't need a super large clientele to be profitable. But I do think that you need to have a strong game plan and a strong mission of what you are going to do with your business, what you're going to do for the future for your career. So when we get back into the salon, I just want us to kind of analyze a little bit about what we're doing with our charging. I have been speaking to other hairstylists and makeup artists, estheticians, and people are talking about feeling bad because it's not their client's fault that we have to buy extra PPE, which if you don't know what that is, is masks, hand sanitizers, Clorox wipes, extra barbicide, barbicide wipes. Um, maybe you have to get more aprons or, or shields or capes. It costs a lot. I know that I spent a ton just to make sure that my team and my my guests, when they come into the salon, I want everybody to feel really confident, secure, and safe. As always, it's just a little overboard, you know. I mean, how many Clorox wipes can I put around the salon to prove a point? <laughs> but that's besides that. I don't want you guys to feel guilty for discounting. I don't want you to discount. I don't want you to feel guilty for not maybe doing a full service. If you're not going to be blow drying right now, instead of discounting that, why don't you add something else to the service? A deep conditioning treatment. Uh, Right now, we can still do eyebrow waxes. What other things could you add to the service so you don't discount it? Because what's going to happen is... The next time the guest comes in and let's say that some of these guidelines and rules get eased up, you know, maybe we don't have to wear the masks or maybe we don't need to have hand sanitizer every single station. Um, That I don't know. I can't predict that. However, I do know that once you start discounting, clients want it every single time, whether it's discount on products, discount on services. You are doing a disservice to yourself. If you're discounting, then people do not find the value in it. Now, that being said, there's a time and place for offering incentives or or discounts, but not on a regular basis and not just because. There needs to have a greater purpose into it. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit when I tell you and share with you about the focus that I'm going to be making in my business moving forward. Also right now, charging correctly. You guys, we're going to be using a ton of color, a ton of extra products on our clients that needs to be put onto that guest. They have to pay for it. And I believe that there's a correct way to go about doing that. And that is during that consultation, just like we always should have been doing is telling them and predicting what we are going to be charging them from the beginning. And if you may be un Sure, especially if you're doing color correcting, you know, there's been a lot of people who have done at home box colors. However, 
If you're not 100% certain, just give them a window. I mean, if you're going to say it's going to be either $250 to $300, I won't know 100% sure until we get into coloring your hair. When it comes to color, if you are a colorist, it's not always predictable. Yes, there is a there is a theory of how color works. However, there's so many other variables as well that happen during the color process. You have to trust the process, yes, but there's always going to be some variables and you have to be open-minded about that. And if you are needing more products to get that end result for your guests, it's important that they know. Nobody wants to be sticker shocked. I know I wouldn't if I was coming in getting my standard highlight and haircut and I spend $200, but yet because my hair is just so out of control that now my bill is 300, I would want to be informed about that, you know? And we can't feel bad that clients were out of work because guess what, guys? We've been out of work too. And not everybody has been collecting unemployment. And maybe even that unemployment, it still wasn't supplementing the amount of money that you normally make. I, I don't know what the financial situation of, of everybody is, but you know, I think there has been many people that have been affected this time and moving forward, we don't want it to continue to affect your business. So I want us to lead with confidence and I want us to be proud of our industry and feel safe and, and confident in our policy and our procedures with safety and sanitation. This is why we're licensed, guys. I mean, this this makes us even more important. Um, and I, I also think that we just need to give ourselves grace because there's a lot of different guidelines and, and it's not clear 100%. It's, it's a very gray area. And so I believe if you just do everything that you feel is best and it's best for your business and you're doing the best you can for your guests, that's it. That's all you need to do, and you have to be confident with that. There will always be naysayers in your business, maybe even right now, naysayers of you're not scheduling me this way, or you charge too much, or there's always going to be somebody who has a comment. And if you can just prepare yourself for that, and guess what? Maybe that's not the person that you really want to do business with. I know the clients that love me, love what I do, they trust that I'm taking the best precautions possible to give them the best experience and the safe experience. Now, if somebody says I'm not comfortable or they don't like something, guess what? There's 200 and other salons down the road. You can, by all means, get on their list if you'd like because I only want clients that have that trust and faith in me. Now, I get it. Sometimes in the very beginning when it's a first new time client, then we have to build up that trust. And I think that by making sure that you're always focusing on building up your reputation, building great rapport in your community and with your clients, I feel like that will automatically lead into having trusting relationships with your guests. But if you are taking any new guests during this time, make sure you set the stage. Make sure you give them the expectation. This is what I want from my guests. When did it always have to become where guests have these high expectations to us and we are doing everything we possibly can to please them and then we can't and guess what? Then we get burnt out. I know that you guys have been there before. I've been there numerous times and I and I still learn because I'm a sensitive person, I'm an emotional person and I do care about my work and I do want everybody to have a great experience and love the work that I do but 
You know, we just can't please everybody. But moving forward, new guests coming in, I know that I, for my future of my business, I'm going to set that expectation. I'm going to let them know that this is what I like to do. Hey, beauty professionals. I am so excited. I am launching another Pivot to Profit Roadmap on June 22nd at 11 a.m. Mark your calendars. Don't miss this live webinar event. If you've been thinking about opening up a salon or you have a salon and you're feeling stuck, take this Pivot to Profit Roadmap webinar with me and I will show you the ways of how you can create a solid business plan so when you open up a salon or you decide that it's time to reinvent yourself so you can level up your game to be profitable, you will be able to enter into your business with confidence, clarity, and a plan of action for success. I can't wait for this roadmap and I'm so excited for you to join me. Make sure to go into the show notes. There you can sign up. There's a link right there and I will see you then on June 22nd at 11 a.m. So setting the stage for a new guest might look something like letting them know that you only guarantee your services when they're using your products at home, maybe filling them in on maybe your redos or, or your return policy. I know right now a lot of salons are not allowing any returns at this moment, but that's something that really needs to get communicated to your guests. You don't want your guests to be surprised. And the last podcast episode, we did talk a lot about communication. And I think that um, this whole time that we've been in quarantine and not working, we've really have fell short in that area to communicate with our guests of what is going on and what to expect. But moving forward, I definitely want to change up my dialogue. I want to change up my thought process on having a new guest. It's always an honor when a new guest is choosing to have their hair done with you, right? Because they can really go anywhere. It's their choice, but they're choosing to go with you. And I believe that it's important from the very beginning to set the tone, set the stage, let them know that you're serious about your business and that you care about the results, but you are doing everything that you can to make sure that you are hitting the best points possible for that guest to make sure that she is satisfied and maybe let them know too. I've got a 24-hour window. If there's anything that you need to be adjusted, make sure that you reach out to me because I want to make sure that you are satisfied with the work I do. However, your salon is doing it, however your business is doing it, just make sure to come up with some type of dialogue script that during the consultation, that this is how you're going to set the stage, set that expectation for that guest moving forward, especially right now. One of the things that I did prior to launching is I did create a video to send out to all my clients. Even my new clients will also receive this video of what it's going to look like when they arrive at the salon, what is our expectation of them, and that way it gets everybody on the same page. And I would encourage everybody to do the same is create videos. I mean, this doesn't even have to be COVID related. It could just be like, welcome to our salon. This is who we are and this is what we're all about. And this is our client that we are servicing. I think that videos really speak volumes because people want to know what is it going to be like in there? What does it look like? Am I going to feel comfortable? Should I bring anything in? I mean, they have questions. If they've never been to your place before and they've never met you personally, they're probably nervous or anxious as well. So 
create some dialogue on that structure of when clients are returning, your regulars, and also your new guests. What are you going to be speaking to them? What is going to be important to you? So let's kind of pivot a little bit more with some more dialogue. I believe that we need to go back to pre-COVID and what was happening in our businesses. Let's take a look at our tracking numbers if you're tracking and if you're not, let's get on board with that and start looking at where we were doing really well in our business and generating more momentum and where were we falling short? What areas were not hitting our benchmarks of where we really want to go in our business? I do believe when we get back into the salon, it's almost like we're gonna be starting from scratch. There's clients that may not return at least right away. There's going to be services that were really booming that may not be as booming. You know, I have a lot of hair extension clients. Some of those hair extension clients had to take out their own hair extensions at home. I basically have to go back to the salon and rebuild my business all over again. I'm not afraid by that. If anything, I'm excited because now I have that opportunity and that chance to change the way I'm either speaking about the extensions and changing my pricing. I could be changing what type of extensions. I can change whatever I want because it's my business, which is the nice thing about having your own business. But if you're working on a team, working with the salon, maybe that's something that you could go to management or whoever's in control of that and talk to them. How are we gonna be approaching these services moving forward? Same thing with lash extensions. All of our lash extension business, we have to restart all over because everyone's lashes have shed out and they haven't been able to keep up with it. So how can we approach this in the salon with a new attitude, a fresh pair of eyes? I do believe that we need to first start off with our dialogue because people may think, estheticians, makeup artists, hairstylists may start to think, well, with everything going on, maybe they don't have enough money. Well, we can't think that way because you can't spend your client's money. Get out of your client's pockets. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that we need to talk about why this is a must and not a should. Because people are not going to be buying what they should. They're buying what they must. So how can you take your services and create them to be a must? Whether they're lash extensions, hair extensions, what are you really selling You're selling a result. You're selling a finished look. You're selling a feeling. You're selling confidence. And so we need to switch our dialogue to start thinking about how do we take these services that people um, are going to have to restart all over and speaking about them as you need to have this. You must have this if you want X, Y, and Z. And so if we can lead with that confident dialogue, I feel like we would be able to increase our sales and get people back onto those trending services, those high ticketed prices services. And we just need to stop thinking about whether or not our clients can afford it or not, because there are plenty of people that um, are spending a lot of money. I have a few clients I can think of offhand that spend $15,000 on their hair and they are not a six-figure type of having six-figure income, but they care about their hair. They care about how they look. And so we can't judge of what people are spending money on and what they're they're not. And then we need to create some 
urgency behind it as well. Like, why should they do it now? Is there any type of incentive that we can start offering to our guests to say, right now we are offering X, Y, and Z? Remember when we talked about discounting? This is the time and place where you could start adding in some type of incentive, not maybe a discount per se, but maybe you could add some extra value to it, such as if you do um, extensions, if you sign on today with extensions or join our Lash membership, then we will give you a complimentary Lash Care Kit or we're going to give you a complimentary shampoo and conditioner. Remember to think about all the things that really don't cost us as much as the perceived value, then that's the things that we could be offering to our guests that makes it, oh, if I do it right now, I get this extra bonus. People like extra things. They want more. And and to create some type of incentive that's urgent, like if you sign up today or June only, create some urgency behind it because if there's no urgency, there's no demand for it. And so therefore, they're going to just probably hold off. So you have to make sure that this is what you must do to get your end result and you need to sign up today to do it in order to get this bonus gift. However you want to phrase it, but if you can kind of shift your dialogue a little bit and create it to be that way, I believe it would be more sellable right? We have to focus constantly on creating the results for our guests because that's what we do, right? That's what we do for a living. We temporarily change people's images through makeup and, and skincare and, and hair care, um, massages, things like that. All of these different beauty related services that we offer them, we're giving them results and we need to really be focusing on that. How will clients feel after they get hair extensions, after they get a facial, after they get lash extensions, after they get a full makeover, after they get a smoothing treatment, how will they feel? Think about that and use that dialogue that the clients are saying that they want and use that in your dialogue. So if clients are like, I want smoother hair, I want thicker hair, I want longer hair, I wish my lashes were thicker, start just using specifically those words that your clients are telling you and make sure that they know I can get that result for you. You need to have this particular technique done in order to receive that result. And we should do it today in order for you to get this extra gift. I challenge you all to switch up your dialogue, try this out, and I would love to know how that works for you. So make sure that you do go into the the notes or write a review and let me know if that was helpful at all. So I'm changing up my dialogue with a lot of different things. And that's going to be my focus. Returning to the salon is rebuilding up my extension business. We've done a lot of different pricing, changing of structures. We've added different types of extensions. Start looking at if you are your own business of what type of products you're using. Is it cost effective? Are the things selling? And if they're not selling, maybe it's time that we either scrap it because it's just not working or we need to change up how we are saying it, how we are selling it, how we are packaging it, and make it extra special. Maybe before even scrapping scrapping something, change it up a little bit and test it out. I think the most important thing that you can do for yourself, for your business, is just try. Try it out. You won't know if it's going to be effective or it will work for your business and for your clients unless you put that work in. And make sure that you are really intentional about this and really focused on your dialogue maybe like I said write out a script and try it and test it out on a few people and if people are buying it and they like it or 
you're getting more interest through it, then keep going with that. If it's not hitting home, if it's not selling, if it's not working, then it's time to scrap. Okay. Another area of where I am going to be focusing on the future for my business and for myself as well is through referrals. It's time to get back to the basics, guys. Behind the chair, we need to be talking more about referrals. Do you have a referral program that you could be utilizing right now? Something that's going to create some really good incentives for your guest to the one who's that loyal raving fan, how do you get her to share with all of her friends? Because, right, because we all are are working on that lady who's super popular in the community and we want her friends to come into the salon. Well, we need to create some incentive because, you know, when we're hanging out with our friends, what do we usually do? Oftentimes, unfortunately, we complain about things, but we don't want clients to complain about us. So what could we do to get them to share more? And I believe having a strong referral program is going to be a great way that you can continue to build your business. And even right now, you know, I think that our book of business may look different. And so it's important that we continue to put that effort in. Even if we feel like going back to the salon, we're feeling swamped, we're booked maybe three weeks out, maybe even two months, however your book of business is, you still have to constantly be attracting new clients because guess what? People move, people change their minds and go somewhere else, people's budgets change. And so it's important that you constantly have this ebb and flow of building your business. With a referral program, the most important thing you can do is not only just have one, but you have to talk about it. Where could you put up more marketing material in your salon? Is there any email blasts or text blasts that you could be sending out to clients? How do you communicate with them effectively so they understand what your referral program is and how it could benefit them? I mean, I like to save money. And if you'd like to save money too, which I think most people do, there's a great way that you can create some incentives of saving money. So instead of just offering that discount to that client because you feel bad or she asked for a discount, let her know, hey, you know what? If you're strapped for money, I've got a great way that you could save some money. So currently right now, we're offering a really extreme referral program just to test it out, see if it works. So right now we are offering $30 off any service for the guest that refers a client. The new client will be able to receive $15. So most importantly, make sure that your new guest is going to receive the higher amount and the new guest will also receive something. So if they want to save money, this is a perfect opportunity for you to make sure that they understand and know what your referral program is because it's a win-win situation, right? If you're discounting and you don't get anything in return, then you are selling yourself short and it's going to cause burnt out. It's not growing your business. It's hurting your business. But if that client can bring in another client, so... Yes, you took $45 off, but you gained a new client. And when you wow them with how amazing you are, then that guest might refer other clients to them. And that's just how the momentum starts. But you have to take action first in order for that to happen. Also, after getting a referral, 
I am going to also be asking for more reviews. So the review is where I'm going to put some more of my focus on. I know for my salon at least, I'm really trying to grow my Google reviews. People still use Google. There's a ton of different platforms out there, Yelp, Facebook, um, but I do wanna have more Google reviews. So I'm going to be asking clients for that. Even with our, rev our reviews, we also have incentives of that where they can receive money off. So clients, with our referral and review program, they could be receiving $40 off their service because we give $5 for each review that they write. So if clients really wanna save money, here's a great way, help me out, help my business. Give me some referrals, give me some reviews, right? It's a give and take. You have, to, you have to play this game of business that way because if you give, give, and give, you have nothing left at the end of the day. So it's important that you have, have something implemented in your business where you can offer and incentivize guests, but you get something in return as well. Um, and just make sure that you're very consistent with asking. So with that being said, communication is where we really need to step up our game, I believe, in this beauty industry. Telling, in, informing our clients of what's new, what is different, how, what they can expect, what can new guests expect. You know, there's a lot of guests who can't get into their regular clients right now and maybe they're just not as loyal or maybe they're just in dire need and they are looking for somebody new or they're looking for somebody temporary. It's important that you are just setting yourself up for success. Have some great dialogue in place, have some excellent communication in place and be confident. Be confident in your skill, be confident in your business. This industry is a very tight industry. And I feel like during this time, especially, is where we started to feel it even more. And I hope you did too. I hope this episode was really hit home for you. And I really want to encourage everybody to have confidence going back into work, back into their salon. And I just want to challenge and encourage everybody, let's step up our game. Let's step up our game. Let's really hit home with taking care of our guests. They are in dire need of us. And guess what? And we need them too. So let's make all of this count. Okay. Until next time, guys, stay well. Hey friends, thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer.